0: Stay up-to-date and engage with the financial world. You're listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Up until the launch of ChatGPT last year, OpenAI co-founder and CEO Sam Altman was not well known to the general public, but today he is considered to be one of the most influential technologists in the entire world. OpenAI, which used to be a non-profit, is now valued at close to $30 billion in private market transactions. Sam Altman is best known for his role in OpenAI, but this is not the only venture he's involved in. In 2020, he founded a for-profit company called Tools for Humanity. They raised hundreds of millions of dollars from venture capitalists, including Andreessen Horowitz. Tools for Humanity created a cryptocurrency called WorldCoin, which launched in the summer of 2023. It currently has a market capitalization of about $18 billion. Like any cryptocurrency, WorldCoin is basically monopoly money with zero real-world utility. But as my investigations continued, the entire project seemed weirder and weirder. Altman created an orb-shaped device, which can scan and record the shape of someone's eyeball. Each person's iris is unique, kind of like a fingerprint. If you know what someone's iris looks like, you can potentially track them, and short of eye surgery, they would have no way to conceal their identity. Tools for Humanity has already scanned the iris of over 2 million people, primarily targeting poor countries in Asia, Africa, and Latin America. Their ultimate goal is to eventually collect data from billions of people from all around the world. So what is going on? How does Sam Altman plan to profit from such a strange project? Join us as we take a deep dive into the world coin and how it is perhaps the greatest technological threat facing humanity today. Tools for Humanity was founded in 2020 by OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, as well as a physicist named Alex Blania, who formerly worked as a researcher at Caltech. Tools for Humanity's entire purpose is to create and commercialize a cryptocurrency called WorldCoin. While Sam Altman was not well known to the general public at the time, he was already well respected within the tech community. This allowed WorldCoin to receive over $200 million of investment from well-known crypto bros including Andreessen Horowitz, Coinbase Ventures, and FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried. The peak valuation of WorldCoin was reportedly $3 billion. With $200 million of cash in the bank, the WorldCoin team got to work in what might be the single most ambitious crypto project in recent memory. Most cryptocurrencies exist purely as computer code, with no tangible representation in the real world. But WorldCoin was different. They were going to make something tangible that nobody could ignore. This came in the form of the orb, a high-tech sphere-shaped device roughly the size of a basketball. It has an extremely high-resolution camera which can take a picture of someone's face and importantly, it can scan the eyeball. It is estimated that WorldCoin has manufactured 1,500 orbs so far, with each one costing $5,000. So what's going on? Why did WorldCoin invest so much money in these orbs? When you scan your eye with an orb, the data is stored in a centralized database. If you try to scan your eye again, WorldCoin will know it was your second time. The orbs are part of a broader plan to launch the WorldCoin cryptocurrency. When you agree to scan your eye, you'll receive WorldCoin as a reward. The eye scanning prevents people from double-dipping to get more than one WorldCoin. WorldCoin has a maximum supply of 10 billion coins, enough for every person in the world to get one coin, hence the name WorldCoin. But according to the UN, there are only 8 billion people in the world today. Why did they create an additional 2 billion coins? Remember that Tools for Humanity, and by extension WorldCoin, is a for-profit company, with the primary goal of making money. 10% of the coins go to the founders, including Sam Altman. Another 10% go to the investors, including Sam Bankman-Fried. It's unclear what SBF is going to do with his worldcoins from his new residence in federal prison, so everyone in the world could theoretically receive a WorldCoin. But what's the purpose? What are they going to do with them? Altman has long talked about the risks AI poses to income inequality. Tools like ChatGPT could theoretically displace many human workers and cause mass unemployment and poverty. If this does play out, the economic benefits will accrue to the technological overlord such as himself. Altman believes that a universal basic income is the only way to solve this problem and make sure the gains of AI are spread evenly amongst the population. In a statement to Bloomberg News, Altman claimed the purpose of the WorldCoin is to act as a crypto based universal basic income. The WorldCoin will increase in value over time based on AI or something. Because everyone in the world gets a free WorldCoin, they'll benefit from the appreciation. Also, the WorldCoin identification system could theoretically be used by governments to distribute a universal basic income in the future. Of course, this is absurd because the governments in the poor countries they're operating in don't have the money for a UBI. For Altman's iris-based identification system to work, they needed more than just the orbs. While everybody's eyeball is unique, the differences are very subtle and it takes an advanced AI-based algorithm to detect differences with a high degree of certainty. In order to train these algorithms, WorldCoin needed iris data from hundreds of thousands or even millions of users. So before even launching the coin, they need to get a huge number of people to scan their eyes. So they set up operations around the world, mostly in poor countries in Southeast Asia, Africa, and South America. They would give orbs to local people who would act as independent contractors. WorldCoin paid them about $1 for each person they scanned. For people who got scanned, they would receive a WorldCoin as compensation. But the WorldCoin had not launched yet, so they instead got the promise that they would eventually receive WorldCoins upon launch. Many of these people knew nothing about crypto and weren't interested in the WorldCoin so the operators might pay them the equivalent of about 50 cents to scan their eyes. Basically, some guy comes to your village, offering you a little bit of money to scan your eyes. You have no idea what this is about, but you might as well do it for the free money. The participants were required to download the WorldCoin app and agree to the terms and conditions. But in many cases, the terms and conditions were in English, not in the local language. So the participants had no way of reading it. The terms and conditions allow WorldCoin to use the iris data to train their AI recognition models. Having people agree to terms and conditions they can't read is highly unethical and possibly illegal. We'll get to the legality issue shortly. The reason they targeted poor countries in the global south is so they could convince people to participate with very low rewards of about 50 cents each. In developed countries, you would have to pay people a lot more to scan their eye with some weird orb that looks like it came out of a dystopian science fiction film. Throughout 2022, WorldCoin was able to collect enough iris data to train their AI models. In 2023, they were ready to launch the coin. In July of 2023, the WorldCoin officially launched. If you can find an orb, you can scan your eye and get your WorldCoin, which has begun trading on a few offshore exchanges. As of the time of recording this video, the value of the coin is $1.77. There is a theoretical maximum supply of 10 billion coins giving a market capitalization of almost $18 billion. At first, this looks like a huge success. The investors like Marc Andreessen and SPF get 1 billion coins, which at today's price would be worth $1.8 billion, far more than their initial investment. Because there are currently only 1,500 orbs in circulation, the rate of supply growth has been very slow. Currently, only 1.25% of the theoretical max supply is circulating. With such a small free float, it only takes a small number of buyers to pump up the price. The 1 billion coins owned by the investors is worth a lot on paper. But if they tried to dump their entire stake, they would tank the price and get much less cash from the sale. The main problem is that WorldCoin currently has zero real-world utility. You can't buy anything with it, so there is very little demand. If the investors want to cash out, they need to create some sort of use case to motivate people to buy the coins. In the early stages, Altman was very coy about the ultimate use case of the world coin and the massive amount of iris data he was collecting. But now we're finally starting to get some information. They recently said they would start allowing private companies and governments around the world to use their iris-based identification system. Presumably, they'd be required to buy worldcoins to use this, which would put upward pressure on the cryptocurrency's price. When we start thinking about potential use cases for the WorldCoin, it's easy to see dystopian possibilities which would make even the most brutal autocrats green with envy. WorldCoin claims that they will only collect the data of the iris and won't collect any other data from participants. While this may be true, this doesn't necessarily preclude corporations from integrating WorldCoin into broader data collection efforts. Imagine, for instance, a future where logging into your favorite social media platform or making an online purchase requires an eyeball scan. The merger of Worldcoin's iris data with these platforms could lead to invasive data profiles. Consider a hypothetical scenario where a multinational corporation, let's call it Neotech, partners with Worldcoin. Every time a user wants to access one of Neotech's myriad services, ranging from streaming music to buying groceries online, they're required to use an eyeball scan. Over time, Neotech builds a detailed profile that connects a person's iris to their preferences, habits, and daily routines. A user's preference for political documentaries, their penchant for ordering junk food past midnight, or their recurring purchase of a specific medication could all be linked to their unique iris signature. The consequences of this data amalgamation could range from hyper-personalized advertising to more sinister outcomes, like health insurance companies adjusting premiums based on inferred health conditions from purchase histories linked to the individual. Furthermore, consider a setting where brick-and-mortar stores implement iris scanning terminals. Just by walking into a store, a customer's iris is automatically scanned and recognized. By the time they approach the aisle, digital price tags could adjust in real time, based on their purchase history or perceived buying capacity. Those deemed high value could even be approached by store representatives for special deals, while others might be subtly directed towards discounted or clearance items. The dystopian implications extend beyond commercial purposes. Governments could start using WorldCoin to keep track of their citizens. Imagine if every time you renew your driver's license or apply for a visa, you were required to scan your iris. By setting up iris scanning orbs in high traffic areas, they could identify suspected criminals, undocumented immigrants, or even political dissidents without probable cause. In essence, while the singular act of scanning one's iris for a cryptocurrency might seem benign, the amalgamation of this data with other personal information presents profound ethical concerns. The possibilities for surveillance, profiling, and discrimination could be unparalleled, challenging the very fabric of personal freedom and privacy in the digital age. WorldCoin may claim that they would never allow their technology to be used in this way, but we must consider the financial mechanisms at play behind the scenes. Venture capitalists have injected over $200 million into WorldCoin, propping up its valuation to $3 billion. Such hefty financial stakes are not poured into projects out of sheer benevolence or speculative whim, their investments made with the expectation of significant returns. To provide these investors with the desired returns, WorldCoin needs to not only attain widespread adoption, but also generate strong and lucrative use cases. While Altman claims WorldCoin will eventually be decentralized, currently, Tools for Humanity is the only company that can make the orbs. So all of the power is ultimately held in the hands of one man, Sam Altman. On the bright side, it looks like Altman's plan to scan everybody in the world's eyeballs is so far a complete flop. They originally planned to scan 1 billion users by 2023. As of August, they'd only scanned 2.2 million people, which represents just 0.2% of their target. On August 7th, Kenyan police raided Worldcoin's facility in the country. They suspect the crypto project deceived users into giving up their iris data. European governments, including the UK, Germany, and France, have launched similar investigations and will hopefully ban the project. Worldcoin never even launched in the US or China, as they knew that it would likely be banned with such paltry early adoption it looks like worldcoin is collapsing under its own creepiness most people don't have any interest in having their eyeballs scanned by some weird orb in exchange for a worthless cryptocurrency but whatever you think of sam altman as the co-founder and ceo of open ai he clearly has a high level of intelligence as well as the backing of sophisticated venture capitalists we should not underestimate him as individuals the best thing we can do is spread the word Warn your friends and family about the potential dangers of WorldCoin, and make sure they don't get deceived into scanning their eyes. And if you see orb operators active in your community, notify the local authorities as they may be violating data protection laws. You've been listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Don't miss a minute wherever you go. Wall Street Millennial, signing out.